Jesus, let us come to know you. Let us see you face to face. Touch us, hold us, use us, mold us. Only let us live in you. Jesus, draw us ever nearer. Hold us in your loving arms. in your gentle Let's pray, please. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for allowing us to be present to worship you in spirit and in truth. I come to you this morning praying for courage, strength, and the ability to present this lesson to where it is pleasing to you. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray to keep things simple and scriptural for the listener to receive and grow. Dear Father, please give us, forgive us of all of our sins and our trespasses. Be with us as we continue with this service. This we ask in your son's name. Amen. Every time I do this, as the process goes, you feel like you would get a little bit more stronger, stronger, and stronger. <laughs> it just don't work like that. <laughs> but last week, it was a blessing to have Brother Mickey, Mickey Burleson, and Cindy with us. Uh, Mickey has touched a lot of us in a special way. And one thing that was really good about it, as we're going through our, our minister search in the process, Mickey has stated he was going to be in town, he's going to stop by, and then he said, hey, by the way, I'll be here. You want me to speak? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know, when he came up here, Mickey came up, and I just kind of seen the glow. And the first thing he said, he said right here, man, I miss y'all. You know, I think Mickey missed up, miss us. We miss Mickey. But God puts people in our lives certain times, they may not be meant forever. 
So God may have another mission for Mickey and for Watson Trail. So let's just keep praying, be faithful as we go down this journey. Also on a different note, you know, I got him over in a corner and I was talking to him about presenting sermons. I said, Mickey, he said, let me tell you something. He kind of, he calls me D. He said, let me tell you something, D. Some of the best sermons that I've ever heard have been short. <laughs> but he said, now, mine are not short. <laughs> so when he told me that, I, I thought about our beloved brother, Dan Eisenberg. <laughs> My topic today, be your best. Be your best. My kid was, when my kids were growing up, I gave them both a rock. Derek was green with gold letters. Danielle's was purple with gold letters. They were pocket size. And on the engravement, it had on there, be your best, each one of them. It was a time where they both were participating in sports at a younger age. And basically my goal by giving them that was to create the right mindset. Don't give up. Don't give in. Learn how to deal with classmates. Learn how to deal with coaches. Because there's times when you're dealing with the coaches, mommy ain't there, daddy ain't there. You just got to deal with the challenges. For example, Derek Russell. Jack, you know about that now, don't you? Derek, he was, he was 86 pounds, but the wrestling, class, the wrestling class was 103. So he was 86. So technically, he was really whooped before it started. And I got so tired. When he was a freshman, I got so tired of going to the matches, not going to the matches, but seeing his little feet in the air dangling as <laughs> they don't pin them. But that's what happens when you're a freshman. So a sophomore year, he got a little bit better. So it got a little bit more fun. But now the situation we had to deal with now is the mindset. He had a guy from Fern Creek. So we were walking to the gym, and he was like, oh, I got Fern Creek. And I'm like, you mean to tell me that you beat before you get started? I said, tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and go bowling. 
I want a bowling league anyway. So I, I'm going to go ahead and go bowling. By any chance you think that you can get by him, give me a call. So I went. And I told the fellows I may have to leave. I'm not sure, but I may have to leave. My phone rung. I said, Dad. I'm like, I beat him, Dad. <laughs> I said, fellas, I got to go. At certain times in life, things just click. And yell. Very good at field hockey. Really good. Basketball wasn't her strong thing. So she went to practice one day. The coach called in Danielle, and the coach called in Katie. Said, Katie, you're tall, but you're awkward, sweetheart. You can't even hold on to the ball. Danielle, you and Katie both. Danielle, you're a good person. That's one of the reasons why I put you on the team. You're a good person. But you're slow, honey, and you don't have good ball skills. So I'm telling you right now, I'm going to give both of y'all the option to leave. So it's not really, you haven't done anything bad. It's not like you're quitting. I'm giving you the option. So Danielle came home. She said, Dad, I'm not quitting because I got an option. <laughs> I said, baby girl, be your best. We can't quit. So a few tears dropped, and she called Katie. And she said, what did your parents say? Katie said, my parents said, I can't quit either. <laughs> <laughs> they both finished it on out. I don't know if a lot of you have maybe heard of uh, David Jones. David, he was one of the major leaders of Humana Healthcare. Strong. And one of David's, I heard David make a statement. He said, and he was pretty successful. And David said, in order to be successful, you have to be better than your best. It's just been over a decade since he told me that. And I was like, how can you be better than your best? And I think what it all boils down to, you just have to genuinely be your best. Sometimes we can try to fool ourselves. Sometimes we can try to trick ourselves. But genuinely be your best. And you know what? I think that's what Jesus wants us to do anyway. Because he already knows what we're going to do before we even do it. Isn't that a spooky thing? He already knows. I already know what you're going to do before you do it. Here's an example. Mark chapter 14, verse 30. Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, Today, even this night, from today to even this night, before the rooster crows twice, 
you will deny me three times. He was talking to Peter. He had already told him, you're going to deny me three times. It's pretty strong. It's also the parable of the rich fool. Luke chapter 12, verses 13 through 21. Luke chapter 12, verse 13 through 21. Then one from the crowd said to him, Teacher, Tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But he said to him, Men who made me a judge are an arbitrator over you. And he said to them, Take heed and beware of the covetousness. For one life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. Then he spoke a parable to them, saying, The ground of a certain rich man yielded plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, What shall I do? I have no room to store crops. So he said, I will do this. I will pull down my barns and build greater, and there I will store all my crops and my goods. Seems like he's feeling pretty good. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have many goods, lay up for many years, Take ease, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul will be required of you. And those and whose will those things be which you have provided? So is he who lays up treasures for himself and is not rich towards God. And as we go through life, though, we always know Satan's out there <laughs> always trying to make life a little challenging. First John Chapter 1, verse 9. If we confess our sins, it's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. There is nothing like a good relationship with Jesus Christ. When it's all said and done, Try to be your best. One time I had a distributing company. And, and I had a meeting. I had seen this on TV uh, on a show. And they, he had a meeting with, with his employees. And he called it a no repercussion meeting. I'm like, a no repercussion meeting. And this type of meeting was he interacted with the employees. You can say what.
So did Ford. And number five, he was my nephew. So I don't think he had the carriage to say that. So what Keith said was, Mr. D, what I would like is if you would have, if I make a mistake, if you would just have more forgiveness and not holler at me. <laughs> and I'm looking at him. No repercussion, right? <laughs> and just not holler at me. And I said, okay, okay. In, in my response, I was like, okay, now it's my turn. And I said, fellas, this is all I want you to do is care. Now, if you care, you'll be there on time. Now, if you care, you got to make stops at a certain time. You'll be there. If you care, you won't eat the product <laughs> without paying for it. So really, at the end of the day, all I was asking them to do Be your best. And it's amazing, though. If you be your best, to maybe how things can fall into play, and that extra couple of dollars that you wanted, and that extra couple of dollars maybe that you needed, you do what you're supposed to do, it can work out. I got a, I got a couple of examples I want to go. Mark chapter 12. Verses 41 through 44. And the title of this is The Widow's Two Mites. Now Jesus sat opposite the treasury and saw how the people put money into the treasury. And many who were rich put in much. But then one poor widow came and threw in two mites, which make a quadrant. So he called his disciples to himself and said to them, Assuredly, I say to you that this poor widow has put in more than all of those who have given to the treasury. For they all put in out of their abundance but she, out of her poverty, put in all that she had, her whole livelihood. Keep it simple, she gave it her best. Another example, Mark chapter 10, verses 17 through 22. Mark chapter 10, verses 17 through 22. The topic that I have is the rich young ruler. Now, as I read this, as I go through this, who am I or who are we to judge? But God knows if we're being our best. Now, as he was going out on the road, 
one came running, knelt before him and asked, and asked him, Good teacher, what shall I do, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one. That is God. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Do not defraud. Honor your mother and honor your father and your mother. And he answered and said to them, Teacher, all these things have kept from my youth. Then Jesus looked at him, loved him, and said to him, One thing you lack, go your way, go your way, sell whatever you have, and give to the poor. And you will have treasure in heaven, and come take up the cross and follow me. But he was sad at this word, and went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Have you ever been in a situation? Have you been in a situation where I've done this, and I've done this, and I've done this, and I've done this? So what's the problem? Haven't you seen everything that I've done? Sometimes it might not be what we've done. It may be what we need to do. As I come to close, me and Elaine, we were sitting looking at TV, and then my, uh, my, phone, my pager went off. Not my pager, my phone went off. What shows my pager? My phone went off. And um, it was a text message. And Danielle had sent a text from one of her superiors. And that text said, you are one of the best officers that I've ever known. I will do whatever it takes to keep you in my district and to always to let you grow as an officer. And then Danielle's thought, I mean, Danielle's response, Danielle's response was, I thought that was super nice. And she said, I'm keeping it. And she said, but I want to tell you, Dad and Mom, thank you both for teaching me how to always be my best. There's kind of certain things in life that kind of touch you. And that was like, wow, 14 years later, when I gave her that little rock, and, and she's sending a text message. And then one other thing, Derek, I used to do a lot of things. I've been an entrepreneur. I had cars, houses, motorcycles. I thought I was the man, okay? So raise them up, my son sent me, daughter sent me. Derek came to church. And he said, Dad, you've done a lot of stuff, Dad. Seen you buy a lot of stuff, seen you do a lot of things. But, Dad, one of the greatest things that I've seen was your participation in the church. So, out of all the stuff that he had seen, the thing that he cherished the most, as he had his little Derek and his little girl, was 
the participation that he's seen in church. I truly believe if you be your best, the rest will take care of itself. If there is anyone here today who just feel they haven't been their best, this is the time that's been set aside for you to come, repent, confess, or even be baptized. We ask you to come while we together stand and sing.